Welcome to Naturopathy Today. Your hosts are Dr. Michael Schwartz and Steve Langford. Join them as they guide you on a journey to good health through holistic naturopathy. Now here are Michael and Steve. Hi, and welcome back to another exciting, informative, provocative, interesting, strange <laughs> naturopathy today. And with me is my favorite partner in crime, Steve Langford. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Michael. I'm happy to be here. Um, I'm ready to take it on. All right. You know, I just realized I, I had said something, my partner in crime. And I think the crime that we are committing is sharing knowledge that helps people become free of medication, free of disease, free of disharmony. And on some levels, that's not really good for the economy. So, but well, more important is the human being. It's certainly outside the norm. And, you know, one of the things that you and I both know is that there's a lot that people can learn, perhaps a little complex, but it's a, it is accessible. And this is individual journeys of discovery. Each person is unique and has a unique opportunity, perspective, and responsibility. So I think if we can get people to realize that they have this opportunity for their lives to be different and that they have the responsibility, and that they don't have to necessarily swallow everything that they're fed, whether it comes from us. I encourage people to challenge what we say and learn and see if what we say is reliable and corroborated, um, and to pay attention to these other sources of information as well. We finished last week with the idea of you know, what we believe. And I just wanted to share one saying with you that's been one of my favorites. It's not what we don't know that bothers me. It's what we think we know that just ain't so. And that's what fills so many people's lives, truths that aren't really true. You know, it's really interesting. It's the thing I feel about a lot of different things. And that is this, if you believe the way that I believe, if I can get you on my path, my mindset, that validates me. Doesn't have to be right, but at least you're validating me. So therefore I'm okay. <laughs> I must be important. <laughs> well, there it People is. Listen to me. <laughs> I will say this though. And I've been working with the material that I share, not only the nutritional stuff, which is, you know, what I've learned from actually, when people ask me about, you know, where did you learn all this stuff? I say, when I first came into the industry, I had 150 of the greatest teachers ever. And they were the mom and pop independent retailers because they read everything. This is way before computers. I mean, and so it was a fabulous education. And because I was new to the industry, I found my home. I found where I belonged. I found my belief system something that complemented my lifestyle because I was vegetarian when I came into the system. And so when you find yourself and, and aspects, you get real hungry and you consume everything you possibly can. The other aspect of me, the, the holistic side or the emotional side, uh, understanding the energetics of everything, that was from my own personal research, because I think life is such that if you have trauma in your life, you can do one of two things. 
you can use it to grow from and build, or you can allow it to beat you down. For me, it became a fabulous foundation to try to understand why this, why that, why did I do this? Why do I feel that way? And through the mode of questioning, which one of my buds brought up to me, which is how I got to be a vegetarian. I don't know if I ever told you that story was, you know, back in the sixties, it was, you know, get your act together was the, the cliche. I was talking to one of my buddies who happened to be a produce buyer. And he said, you know, if you took the energy out of your stomach and put it into your head, you might get your act together. And believe it or not, <laughs> Steve, that actually made sense. And that was my path towards vegetarianism. And that led me out of the garment industry into the health food industry via another route. At any rate, we, we left off about diabetes. And so here's some of the signs and symptoms because you may be in the early stages and, and not diagnosed and just say, well, you know, I'm not sure I do or I don't, or not even think about having it until you go for an examination or something. And lo and behold, the doc says, you know what? You've got diabetes. So here's what to look for. Increased thirst and urination. And, and the reason for that is that your body, again, your body is a divine creation. It's got a divine consciousness. It's trying to bring in water to flush out all that acid that the sugar leaves, which is why, you know, it, it uh, eats away at nerve endings and creates the gangrene and the blindness. So there's that. You need more fluid because, again, your body's trying to get it out. And that's for type one. The same thing for type two. It's still the same kind of a thing. Plus with type two, you have that dry mouth, that itchy skin. And again, there's so much urination. And if you don't bring in enough water, you end up with dry, itchy skin. Anything you want to add to that, Steve? Well, I think, you know, that idea of more water probably applies to all of us and for similar reasons. So I know I'm trying to drink more water and here I'm in my 70s and still trying. You know, this is a never ending process, no matter who we are, to be able to appropriate these simple, seemingly simple things that have such profound influences on our health and our life and our longevity that I just wanted to reiterate these simple things, drink more water. I think people just don't have a clue as to how important that is. No, I don't think they do. And what they run for are the sodas. And they say, well, I'm getting liquids. And yes and no. <laughs> and when it comes to water, we're, we're distilled water people. We've had water distillers for the last 40 years. Another sign of the diabetes is fatigue, which is almost like hypoglycemia, low as opposed to hyperglycemia. It's low blood sugar. So, and again, there's not enough fuel because again, if you're bringing in medication, you know, you're suppressing the glucose in the bloodstream. So yeah, you're going to get tired because the cells don't have fuel to make energy. Another thing tied into fatigue could be exhausted adrenals. And we talked about that, how blood pressure goes up, immune goes down, hypoglycemia is the result. Blurred vision is another issue. And again, here, the eyes begin to swell and change shape because of the body is building urine to, so that you will flush out the acidity before it does damage to the body. And also too much sugar blocks blood flow. Anything you would throw in, Steve, add to that? Well, one of the things that I, I think that challenges people is 
that, you know, we, how do we know what our sugar levels are? We go to the doctor, you know, and they test our sugar. If it comes up just a little bit high, almost one of the first things they want to do is put us on these medications. And we rarely get this kind of advice about how to actually change things in our lives that would show that we don't need these drugs. And so often people get put on them right away when they're really not going to do them any good both for how long they live or their mortality. Um, and controlling or dropping the blood sugar by medication is oftentimes confused with being healthier. Oh, your blood sugar is down because you took this drug, therefore everything must be okay. And I think that's a problem with a lot of these lifestyle drugs for blood pressure or sugar or cholesterol is that we start people on these medications way too early without giving them a chance to actually improve overall metabolically. Do you find that as you deal with these patients? Oh my God, yes. It's like so much in life. And this is where sugar, you know, when I look at sugar, I think of it from this association that it's an empty promise. And, and that's what man does. Man promises us the sweetness of life. And yet in reality, if you don't go within, you don't get your act together, then it's a false sweetness. People think that, you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll, and money are going to make them happy, whole, and complete. And we both know from life's experiences and the people we know that money doesn't do it. Money does not fix that emptiness within. And so the only real sweet treat in life is understanding that you're a part of the creative continuum called God, that God dwells within you, that you have the wherewithal to deal with whatever comes your way from a position of strength. But I don't believe that people are taught that. They're taught to be codependent and to look outside themselves. So it's that really codependency, that's a, that's a very good word for how people oftentimes relate to their medical care. It says, if I'm not smart enough to think for myself, Amen. Therefore, I will give all of that to the doctor or the priest or the teacher and not to denigrate any of those people. But if we all just swallow what we're told without any critical thinking, then we're going to get what we deserve for being oblivious. Absolutely. And you know what's interesting along the same lines about taking the med is the next set of, of, of indicators that you're dealing with diabetes which is that numb, numbness or tingling in the feet and or hands. And what do your feet do? They take you in the direction you want to go and your hands allow you to handle life. Well, if you really don't have the, the benefits of what a sweet life gives you, then your direction is questionable as well as your ability to handle things. And so what you end up doing is you want to bring in more to feel that, yes, I can handle it and I am going to get stronger. And, and where's my meds? Where's my insulin? Where it's it's really a sad state of affairs. And and one of the really dangerous things about all of this, you could be taking meds, but if you don't alter the diet, all that acidity coming from the sugar, from the proteins, from the nuts, the dairy, all of that is going to end up eating away at the nerve endings. That's going to take us back to the beginning where we talked about diabetic ulcers last week and as or also for retinopathy, you end up going blind 
because the acidity from the sugar and the proteins eat away at the nerve endings, breaks down communication, and now it's all black. I don't know if you wanted to add to that. Well, again, just this concept of people have choice in life, and they really do have to apply their own critical thinking to advance, because if you just take what's given to you, and you don't actually do any critical explorations. And I think part of what we're trying to do here is give people some impetus to do some more critical thinking because that's how we make the change. If we take medications and don't change anything else, we're not gonna get that much healthier. And if we pay attention to our life, and again, body, mind, and spirit, if we appropriate all of these avenues that we have to us, we are going to be more successful. I believe that a person who, who thinks better, eats better, acts better, is going to reap the results of those actions. And not doing those is going to prevent people from moving forward as well as they could. Even if they need medical care, they still need to be well-nourished. They still need to have positive mind, thinking, spirit, all of those things together will add to a more complete wholeness than if they ignore all of those adjuncts and just depend on the drugs. And I think, unfortunately, so many people have that feeling. If it was any good, the doctor would tell me. That was my dad's point. You know, he had he had a neuropathy in his feet. And I said, Dad, these are the nutrients that you ought to take. And he said, well, if it was any good, the doctor would tell me. Well, six years later, his doctor finally did recommend the exact two nutrients that I had recommended to him six years earlier. So he lost that because, hey, my son's not a doctor, even if he owns a health food store. What does he know? You know, that's funny. So my mom. Too many people take that approach. And that's, you know, you and I deal with the people who are moving beyond that, fortunately, yes. who understand there is something more and they want to find it. Absolutely. You know, when you were talking about doing all the right things and, you know, taking care of yourself in the right way that you'll have the right kind of a body, stamina, endurance, mindset. And what flashed to my mind was the teaching, cast your breads upon the waters and they'll come back to you multiple fold. So one of the things that you all can do about uh, high acid in the body is eat lots of anise and fennel. Anise and fennel are fabulous because they help with uric acid, they help with digestion. And so, but you can't drink anisette and think you're going to get it. Of course, with that, you just won't care. But no, but you got to eat the seeds. They're really good. And we talked about the sores that don't heal using honey and or sugar. You know, another sign of weight loss, which I forgot to talk about, was unexplained weight loss. We know that obesity causes it, but sometimes if you start losing weight without, you know, being on a diet or something, that's also something to really consider. Some other signs before we head out, we got another five minutes to go. Yeast infections increase because obviously the immune system is overworked. And, and, and I would begin to believe that if you've got diabetes, you already don't have a strong, healthy immune system. So yeast infections, candida is going to uh, overgrow because you're feeding them sugar. You're going to end up with that fungus between the toes and under the nails. Also, depending upon how heavy somebody may be, there may be growth underneath the breast, maybe around the sex organs as well. 
those are all some areas where we talked about the golden seal root as a wash. That would be a great place to, to do that. I think we talked about candida and fungus once before about soaking feet in organic cornmeal. Does that ring a bell? That one sounds new to me, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually learned that from a listener when I had my radio show in San Antonio. He said he, uh, he worked in the uh, Amazon jungle. And when the guys got foot rot, they got organic cornmeal and made a mush out of it and soaked their feet in there. And it cleaned up the uh, rot and got rid of any fungus under the toenails as well. Well, I love these, what we used to call old wives tales or, you know, um, witch doctor magic that actually come to find out the whole world has learned what these plants can do and they use them. And fortunately we're in a, I think kind of a golden age where we can learn from all around the world, these folk remedies, if you will, that actually have been helping people stay healthy for the history of all of human history. We've used these different plants and herbs and berries and foods to stay healthy. And to hear something as simple as cornmeal can do that. And it's been discovered that it can do that in the jungles of the Amazon or wherever that's happening. It's amazing to me that we're at least now able to appropriate that for ourselves if we pay attention and if we look at what's available. Absolutely. So I hadn't heard that before. Well, there's a good one for you. And if you get anybody with candida fungus on the feet, there it is. Uh, next week, we will get into how to fix diabetes naturally, what nutrients you really need, and how they work and what they do. So until then, uh, drink plenty of water, make it distilled. I believe that's the best way. And or deep sourced like Fiji, smart water. Smart water is actually a distilled water. I like it. Icelandic water. Anyway, there it is. That's all I've got. And uh, look forward to sharing with you all next week some new information. Steve? Pay attention, folks. The truth is out there. Look for it. Find what works for you. We're sharing you, with you what we've learned over a combined 90 years of doing this. So <laughs> there's a lot of wisdom in what we say. So we thank you for paying attention. And Michael, folks, we'll see you next week. God bless. Take care and be well. Bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Naturopathy Today, sponsored by MNP, Michael's Naturopathic Programs at michaelshealth.com. Join us every Monday for the latest episode in this journey to excellent health on all levels.